Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. It is crunch time, folks. It is crunch time for the Trans Mountain Pipeline. It is crunch time for us to demonstrate that we are a serious nation. We are a nation uh, of uh, rule of law. And we're a nation that is able to build energy infrastructure, a nation in which government approval actually means something that gets built. So the stakes are pretty high. There is an emergency cabinet meeting happening today. That is the federal cabinet. Uh, and should something emerge from that, we'll certainly bring you the latest. Um, But it's up to the federal government now, I I think, to demonstrate that its approval of a project has some meaning. What can it do, and is the government prepared to do whatever it takes to make the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion happen? The company has put May 31st as a deadline, essentially, to get some kind of an agreement in place to provide some certainty for this project going forward. That doesn't mean that every single Canadian who's opposed to this project has to lay down, give up, wave the white flag, and fall in love with this project. But it has to mean some regulatory and some legal certainty. There is no reason why this project shouldn't happen. So if it doesn't, that's going to be, I think, a really sad day for Canada. And there are a lot of people worried that we may be headed in that direction. I want to make sure that we don't. There is a rally coming up today, 4 o'clock today, at downtown Calgary at McDougal Center. And uh, I see some politicians already saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure I'm there. I'm going to change my schedule. I want to be there. I want to show my support uh, for this project, for this country, uh, for the rule of law. Uh, Joining us to talk more about all these issues, very pleased to welcome to the program Cody Battershill, uh, founder and spokesperson for Canada Action, canadaaction.ca. Cody, welcome to the program. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. All right. What's your sense uh, of the stakes here and where we're at today? Oh, this is absolutely as serious as it gets. For the last 10 years, we've seen every pipeline project blocked, delayed, cancelled, and opposed by a very vocal minority. They're getting funding from non-Canadian sources. In the big picture, in the big scheme of things, global oil and gas demand is growing and they simply want to landlock our oil and gas so that we sell for a discount while they ignore the entire world's oil production, gas production and the oil tanker traffic that's happening. This is an attack only happening on Canada. We've seen the CEOs of major companies, RBC, Scotiabank, a number of business groups, a number of politicians all come out and express their concern that as a country, and we continue to repeat this, do we respect the rule of law? Do we respect the Constitution? Is confederation important? Do we want to have a big picture conversation about the reality of Canada's environmental leadership in producing fair trade, responsible, clean tech, oil and gas? And should we be held hostage by a bunch of 
well-paid, well-funded, well-organized special interest groups that are only telling the public one side of the story. So what's the message uh, this rally today? The message is that we are not going to take it anymore. We are not going to sit back and do nothing. We need a culture change. Every Albertan and every Canadian owns the resources in the ground. The government, the government manages it for us and the companies develop it. And those companies employ our friends, our families, our, 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 our spouses, our children, our neighbours. And they pay taxes and they pay royalties and that funds our schools and our hospitals and our roads and our police officers. If we are not going to get serious about protecting our competitive advantage, competing for investment, having a good regulatory system that attracts capital, getting infrastructure built and selling our resources for the best possible price, then we are going to have some absolutely dire days ahead of us as a nation. We are selling for a discount. It should not and does not need to be this way. And this is a culture change now where we are all going to stand up and say, silent no more. We, the majority, support these projects. These projects need to get built. And we are going to be vocal in our positive, respectful, and nonpartisan support for that goal because we all win when the resource sector is strong. Now, this is but one project, I suppose, and it's conceivable that uh, others might get proposed if, if this one doesn't happen. But it seems to me, Cody, that if this project can't get built, which is an expansion of an existing pipeline, a pipeline that it has had no problem over its many decades of, of operation, uh, a pipeline project that went through all the proper channels, a vigorous review, hundreds of conditions attached to it, approved by the NEB, approved by the federal government, so far uh, upheld by the courts. I mean, if a project like this can't be built, what hope does any project have yeah you make a good point rob and it's sad because look at what look at the delays that have afflicted keystone xl look at the process that northern gateway went through northern gateway had more than 70 percent of the first nations along the route that supported it and it still was killed by the federal government but let's be honest northern gateway was approved it went through all the hoops and it was still canceled after the fact Right there, that suggests we don't have regulatory certainty. Energy East, the game was changed halfway through. That would suggest we don't have regulatory certainty. And that change did not apply to any other industry that also uses oil and gas and produces emissions. I'm thinking of cars, planes, trains, trucks, steel, you name it. The reality is everything that we do comes from the earth and everything has an impact. Global demand is growing. We need to get Canadian oil and gas to the world. That is, That should be our number one priority as a country. Oil and gas is our largest export. We should support the foundation of our economy and that which supports us. What we've seen is just a, it's a decade of blockadia and obstructionism and fear-mongering. And the green groups won't tell you that there's more than 40 First Nations that support this pipeline. There's many First Nations across the country that want to participate in the economic prosperity of our resources. They won't tell you that they don't oppose pipelines and oil exports anywhere else, and they won't tell you that we all win when the resource sector is strong. What do you think we can do at this point? I mean, what needs to be done? Well, 
I mean, Canada Action is doing everything we can to get the positive message out there. So I, I think that as citizens, we can organize rallies, organize events in any and all local communities. And we are going to be expanding. We have the rally today. We're doing a rally in Edmonton Thursday. We're looking at doing a rally at Jim Carr's office in Winnipeg this weekend or early next week. And we're trying to get to Ottawa to do a rally on Parliament Hill. We need to do more events. We need to make sure that we are fact-checking and providing context and perspective to any and all media discussion that omits the balanced big picture about First Nations support, environmental uh, regulatory standards. I mean, it's been said that if we oppose and block this pipeline, the marine risk to the environment will actually increase because you'll have other oil tankers from uh, the U.S. and you'll have more rail. These are absolutely big picture conversations that we can be reminding and talking to our friends and family about. I encourage everyone at least once a month, call your elected officials. Doesn't matter what party they're with, and it doesn't matter what you talk to them about. Talk to them about energy, but talk to them about whatever's concerning you. Make your voice heard. Go on our website. You can order free stickers. Put them on your laptop. Put them on your cell phone. Put them on your car. Buy a shirt. Order a banner. Put it on your house. We have to dispel the negative mob mentality that our resources are bad. They're not. We're leaders. And we have to get beyond this myth that the world does not need oil and gas. Oil and gas demand is growing. It's booming right now. And the only benefactor of blocking our exports is other countries that have far weaker standards for protecting the environment and protecting human rights. Yeah. All right, so 4 o'clock today, uh, what do people need to know if they're interested in coming down? You can go on Canada Action on Facebook and you can join the event. Please follow our pages, Canada Action, Oil Sands Action, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Come down. If you want, make a sign. Uh, and we remind everyone, this is a positive, respectful, nonpartisan event, but make a sign. Come down. If you have one of our shirts, wear it. We'll have some shirts there. We'll have some signs there. And just come and show the world, Canadians, Calgary, Alberta, we need to show everyone that the silent majority is not going to take it anymore. We are going to speak up, and it's good to be with friends. It's good to be with people of like mind. We can all motivate each other to do more. Right, so that's 4 o'clock today, McDougal Center, 4th Ave and 6th Street Southwest, downtown Calgary. Uh, Cody, thanks so much for joining us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you, Rob, always. Thank Take you care. so much. Cody Battershill, uh, founder of Canada Action, canadaaction.ca. Uh, one of the organizers behind this uh, rally today, uh, McDougal Center downtown, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, more, as he mentioned, CanadaAction.ca. Find them on Twitter and Facebook. All the details there. All right, 403-974-8255. We're going to play for you what the Premier had to say as she joined Gord Gillies this morning. Uh, it was also interesting, uh, late yesterday, the Vancouver Board of Trade put out a statement calling on the B.C. government to immediately stand down on the current spill review process that will delay and or endanger the Trans Mountain Expansion Project. Calling on the B.C. government to withdraw from the City of Burnaby's appeal to the Supreme Court of Canada on the matter of municipal permits for a federally approved project. And calls on the Prime Minister to convene an in-person meeting with the Premiers of B.C. and Alberta as soon as possible and secure their cooperation to address the issues facing the Trans Mountain Expansion Project. That from the Greater Vancouver Board of Trade. So there are voices in Vancouver that are worried about the impacts uh, of the course of action being pursued by the B.C. government. Is there a possibility that some kind of compromise can be reached? Can John Horgan be brought into some kind of an agreement, which would presumably involve uh, sweetening the pot considerably for him? 
Can he be bought, essentially, I guess is the point we're going to be at. That would make things a lot easier for the federal government, wouldn't it? Throw a few billion dollars B.C.'s way. John Horgan's less of a problem. Everybody's happy. Is that the right way to resolve these kinds of matters, though? It shouldn't matter what John Horgan thinks. Right? Confederation has to mean something. This project has federal approval. This project has the Constitution on its side. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.